All right, everybody, welcome back. This is the first episode of Adorkable. I am your host, Ricky. I have a special guest with me, a good friend of mine, and this is technically the reason why I needed a female guest for episode one, because as the episode title displays, Tomb Raider, now, then and now. So, my special guest is Olivia Dudley. Hi. Yay! (laughs) She's on the podcast. All right. So, as the title suggests, Tomb Raider, then and now. You're a gamer. I'm a gamer. We know the history of Tomb Raider and its blockiness and its very large uh, issues. But yeah, <laughs> issues. The issues were of the tri- of the trapezoid areas <laughs> and like the weird proportions. But okay, here's the thing. With the new release of the incoming awesome movie Tomb Raider 2018, what up? We have a lot of concerns and talks about uh, because, well, let's put it this way. Tomb Raider has been known to skyrocket and flop at the same time with several of its games. It's been a comic. So I want your opinion on on a few matters because there's a lot of portrayal of women in video games that are from normal to scantily. So you have a lot of heroines just like Tomb Raider who in the past, like a lot of the times in the past, were, you know, designed Mm. very scantily. And that's for the main reason of selling games. Do you think it's still about selling games or do you think it's about empowering women? Or do you think it's still nerds with pimples trying to live out their fantasies because honestly there's a lot of cosplayers who look exactly like the video games so like they're yeah. they really are living their fantasy now i mean i never really thought that the original laura croft games were like super scandalous really because like she was just so pixelized and then in the really more trapezoid-y rec- yeah like i'm it's She's just a little figure in those, but mm-hmm. then in the more recent ones where, like, she's just dressed like a comfortable archaeologist woman mm-hmm. that's just going out doing her thing. Like, in a tank top, it's hot out. Might as well wear one. If you're wearing a t-shirt, you're going to still sweat visibly under that, so might as well wear a tank top instead. I, I don't have a problem with how she's ever dressed. It's always been very similar. So, and I mean, on the topic of cosplay, she's like the most easy one, I think, that people can copy. Also, one of the most easiest cosplays that you can copy as a female would also be Misty, correct? Just straight up jeans, overalls, and a yellow shirt. Boom, high five, you're done. But here's the thing about, uh, especially a lot of times in the portrayal of women in video games, they're very scantily dressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other than Tomb Raider, another one would be Bayonetta, mm. where she is very tightly dressed, mm-hmm. like skin tight. Mm-hmm. And you then you have the exact opposite, where you have heroines who are amazing, like Overwatch's uh, character Mai, mm-hmm. where she's she's in a parka basically with a cryo weapon. Yeah. So. Do you believe, no, well, not do you believe, but how do you feel about the women's portrayal in video games now versus in the past? Because with Tomb Raider, 
she was very blocky and like she would mm-hmm. still show like tank top huge enormous like d cups mm-hmm. and still somehow wield two guns and tomb raider now where it's really it's more realistic she's in like a a tank top and like long pair of shorts and boots and like she's actually dirty she's not clean she's actually gets dirty and bruised and hurt and cut mm-hmm. i think that um like the video game characters now unless they're depending on like the style of game i personally get frustrated in like the fighting games like i recently downloaded the new uh, tekken app and I've been playing that, like, obsessively because it's really good. Never realized that there was a it Tekken just, app. It just came out oh. this week. It's really great. I pre-registered for it. Got all of the cool things. Anyway, <laughs> one of the characters in it, Nina, is an assassin. And she's wearing, like, full dominatrix gear. And I'm like, yes. I, I don't <laughs> think that's what an assassin would wear. I just, she, She's if drawing she's a lot work. of attention to herself. <laughs> It's not comfortable. It looks shiny. I'll yeah, give it that. It's, it's cool looking. But it's cool looking. It's got all of the gaps in the places in which if she got shot there, she would just instantly bleed out. And Question. Like, are you an assassin? I don't know. So how do you know this? No. Okay. I can't tell you if I am. That's actually very true. Okay. <laughs> here's the deal though. With like characters like a lot of the times thanks to uh, let's say Final Fantasy or Tekken. A lot of Japanese industries portray women, especially heroines, as either very weak, very weak and timid, or just bamps that have extreme body confidence. Like Final Fantasy XV's heroine Cindy, mm. she's a uh, Sid's niece, and she's basically every Final Fantasy Final Fantasy's uh, fans like wet dream. Let me put it that way, because she is she is hot. I was out. I was playing with my fiance Final Fantasy fifteen, and then when she first came on the scene, I was, I, was like, I slipped what? up and was like, "Damn!" She was like, "What?" I was like, "Look, I didn't. I didn't mean damn as in damn. I meant damn as in wow. Look, a, a female character, Jen. She was like, mm-hmm. she knew. She, I got caught. I knew I got caught. Can I be honest about Sid? Sid, Cindy. I was the most disappointed at the fact that like when. In Final Fantasy 15, when they do the full time jump 10 years, she's like wearing the exact same thing and they didn't change her to like a cooler looking outfit of like similar. It could look similar, but they just left her in the exact same thing. That bothered me a lot. Because because that woman just doesn't age, apparently. No, like that's that's probably an error that's probably been fixed over on the Royal Edition Mm. because... Who, why uh, why make a completely perfect game when you can put out another game of the same uh, title, just Royal Edition with add-ons? Yeah. Square Enix. <laughs> but going back to the main topic, yeah, you have those type of like heroines designed badass and confident or very timid. Because, again, going back to Final Fantasy, you have Final Fantasy X Yuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her original gameplay mode, she was very timid. She had a long dress. She was very, very... not. She was comfortable, but like she wasn't like showing everything. Like she she wasn't trying, trying to look ah. But she could also tell with her character she was very timid of a person. So she was very conservative and introverted. And then you have Final Fantasy X two when she's a little more comfortable with herself, which is awesome. You should always be more comfortable with yourself. By the way, female gamers, do you? But like, yeah, she's more comfortable with herself. She's wearing like. Uh, Daisy Dukes, a nice like a like a lace corset, which looks really actually really cool, and like 
dual pistols. Like, she's like the Final Fantasy version of Laura Croft, which I was mm. digging. So, there's that, but like, she still wasn't showing a lot. She was just showing midriff, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I see that, I'm like, that's, that's cool, that's okay. And then everything just goes sideways when you get to like other games when like the women's breasts are unproportionately large to their body and like who, it's weird who is the is her name Sonya and one of the I forget Mortal Kombat yes Sonya Blade yes in Mortal Kombat what she's ridiculous the, 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 re, <laughs> the remake for Mortal no okay the Mortal Kombat games are also huge controversy because a lot of the female characters are very scantily dressed (laughs) and when you think about it they're badasses i'm not trying to defend the scantily dressedness i'm just saying they're assassins they've killed people and if they have to like do like if they lived in that world theoretically speaking they would be that ripped Mm. let's let's be very honest if you're defending earth realm from the forces of Shao Kahn, you're probably gonna be that ripped. Especially for a woman. Did you see how many abs that she had? She had like <laughs> ten. And she was very sculpted. I mean... Her, Melina, and Sonya. Because I will accept that. Because most of the characters in Mortal Kombat like even the male characters like mm-hmm. most of them don't have shirts on. I mean some of them. Johnny Cage is like a prime example. It's yeah. not just the women who are like What's the best way to put it? Sexual, it's sexualized. Yeah. It's not just the women who get sexualized in Mortal Kombat. It's also the men, mm-hmm. which is crazy because when you think about it when, as like a kid, you're just playing the game. You don't really care. You're like, yeah. oh, Sonya Blade's hot. And like, oh, Johnny Cage is super ripped and cool. Mm-hmm. And then you realize as an adult when like every, everyone tells you to think critically, you're like, oh, crap. Everyone was over-sexualized yeah. in Mortal Kombat. We were talking in one of my old classes that I took about, and we were like discussing games and stuff in it. One of the students in the class brought up uh, Carmelita Fox from Sly Cooper. Do you remember her? Carmelita Fox? Oh, I remember Carmelita Fox. <laughs> Trust me, I remember Carmelita Fox. I was like, dang, Sly, you got a nice Spanish girl. What up, man? Pound high five. <laughs> Your and life then, is ruined. And then even the the black dragon in Spyro in the later games, I forget her name. I feel like a sad gamer when I can say I've never played a Spyro game fully. I've played bits and pieces. I've never... Because, okay, podcast world out there, I do not have... I've never owned a PlayStation 1. I've always had a Nintendo 64 and like swapped consoles separately constantly from Sega Genesis N64 Super Nintendo straight over to the GameCube and then back over to Xbox 360 because I wanted to be cool and realized I'm not an Xbox guy I'm going to something else and went straight to PlayStation 3 now 4 so when it comes to games that revolve around like old PlayStation 1 my my uh my input's limited all I know is that Tomb Raider had big boobs, Legend of Dragoon from the Dreamcast should have been remastered, and Final Fantasy VII needs a new release. That's all I know from the PlayStation 1 era. My bad. <laughs> no, because this one was... 
newish. I'm trying to find like Oh, a... it's newish. Okay, so I can actually like Yeah, you can probably find this one. This was Spyro the New Beginning. I'm just looking for a Wait, has that been released yet? Yeah. It's been released? Yeah. Son of a Yeah, the, it was Cinder. Cinder? Yeah, she, yeah that, you that... meet her when you're like young and everything and then she gains these superpowers and becomes this like super slinky adult dragon and she's like the voice actress makes her like really seductive yes because she's like trying to get you to cross over to the dark side and everything but i mean yeah you can't like hi buddy you want to go over to the dark side and kill a whole <laughs> bunch of people it's gonna be have a great time huh like you can't get a male character to be like well i mean you have I up to be yeah i'm at might as well smaller Padawans. No, <laughs> you have to have the dark side of the force always has to be seductive, evil, or like tr- it has to be something that can cling you into the dark side. So I guess for a Spyro, a male dragon who likes female dragons, a female dragon with a seductive voice would get probably any other dragon. Well, I guess it's time to burn villages and crap because, you know, she said hi very you know, cutely like. <laughs> like, it's not saying I'm not trying to like defend over sexualization in video games. Especially I'm just saying of animals. Especially of animals. <laughs> but there's there's games where like you can realize like if you put some thought into it. Yeah. Honestly, if I killed three thousand demons with my freaking sword, I'd be fucking wearing freaking a mini skirt and a freaking crop top and just killing people too because I'm a badass. Yeah, you- I mean that's how most of my characters end up looking in the end in most of my RPGs that I play, because like, why not? Yeah, because you're a badass. Because you're yeah. like, I can, I can look like, how. That's how I am in what Saints Row Four. Oh yeah, Saints Row Four is another game that can. You have a lot of freedom in Saints Row Four. You can have sex with like any of your co, uh, co, co your crew members. Crew members, crew but members. it's not. It's not. They were trying to do like a Mass Effect sort of deal with it, but it's not even like. It's just a fade to black screen, like lean in, fade to black. Mass Effect happens. also has a uh, character Mass in Mass Effect Two, who is very seductive and was bioengineered. This is my favorite part. She was bioengineered to be perfect in all avenues. Which, by the way, I thought she was perfect in all avenues. I was like, mm-hmm, how you doing? I didn't like Miranda. You didn't like Miranda. I could not stand her. Okay. I got. I kept getting so irritated with all the random zoom ins on her butt. I'm like, I don't. I mean, maybe. See, that's over sexual. Like, there's a thing if, about like looking the part and then like overly doing I it by zoom ins. Maybe it's because she wasn't like I don't know. Like I guess my ideal body type. I was more of a Tally fan. High five! I was also a Tally fan. I love Tally because she one. She she's was an like engineer. Sweet, she was awesome. She's smart. And then Jack was just too scary for me. <laughs> Jack was too scary for you? I mean, Jack? I like Jack, but I, I like never, like, in my playthroughs, I never went through and romanced Jack. She was the only one that she I was just the only one. She was just like, nope. And then, because I always, when I was Don't you know Crazy Girls it, are the most fun? Just saying. No. <laughs> no. Because no. when, um, I would, I would always tell myself when I would play through as the female shepherd, I'm going to romance Thane, because he's great, but then I was all, but he in the next game. So I'd always just end up choosing Garrus no matter what. Garrus was always What my about go-to. Grunt? Can't romance Grunt. Yeah, you can romance Grunt. Oh, wait, this is the new... Yeah, okay. And the newest uh, updates for the trilogy that came out for, like, the PlayStation 3 when they came out with the anniversary trilogy. 
You can romance across. You can? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and like, because it's like, it's like the internet, so people have modded it too, so that way they can. Which is cute. I mean, <laughs> come on, let's be real. The first time you meet Grunt, he almost kills you and you have to pull a gun on him. Yeah. I mean, that that's a cute meetup. That's cute. <laughs> that's super cute. But Adorable. It is, but... okay, adorable. It is. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay, but first and foremost, let's go back to our conversation. Miranda is also an yes. amazing character. Tali is an amazing character. Mm-hmm. They wear skin-tight attire mm-hmm. in space. But though the thing with... Tally's character, that's how her race dressed. That's her race that's how her race dressed, correct, because they can't breathe because their immune systems are so weak, any mm-hmm. little foreign thing. That's would all of their, kill them. But all of her species, they just have their skin tight suits on. So Yeah, every every species. All of them. Yeah. And that's because like that technology is like that advanced and because but Why would you wear a poopy suit into like battle? Like Miranda, like even the other Cerberus agents don't dress like Miranda. Because Miranda's a bamf. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what your issue is with like Miranda, but Miranda was a bamf. Because she was mean. She because she had to be. She know, worked for freaking. She was mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hated the part where you have to like side get with Jack her and her. Jack to stop fighting. I would just try and do all of the possible good decisions throughout the games just so I could get them to be friends and well, get along in the end so I didn't have to deal with risking one of their lives in the suicide mission. That was lazy. What? I don't want him to die. No, the suicide mission was a good concept of uh, yeah. Mass Effect. The Ma- Well, Mass Effect 2. But the thing I want to talk about is Jack as well. Yes. We talked about Miranda. Jack is a tattooed Basically, if you're into punk rock and death metal, Jack would have been the girl for you. Like, hands down. She was a badass who talked about being a pirate, killing everyone. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was her line? She claimed sex was just sex. You didn't have to have feelings about it. Yeah. You either use people or, like, disuse them. I was just like, wow, yeah. Jack, holy crap. You've yeah. been jaded super hard. Yeah. So, like... Felt bad for Jack. Yeah, Jack... She's been through a lot. Jack wore, what was it? It looked like a prison, uh, prison overalls yeah, rolled up rolled. and, like, had a tank top. Really tight tank top. No, and, like, she didn't have she was, was any... Tank. No, it was belts. It was belts? Oh, it was belts. Yeah, it was See, belts. it was basically just belts. Yeah. So... How do you think? How do you think about her character? How they designed it was her, was she over sexualized or was she just I didn't the com- purpose of punk rock? Compared to Miranda, I don't think Jack was that sexualized. Even though she just wore belts. Yeah, because the way it was, it's that male gaze concept. You didn't get any of that with Jack because Jack was just there. She was solid, and she was perceived as a masculine character. The and way scary. Yes, and she's a little scary. But, like, she's just there. She's herself. And then, but Miranda's this whole concept of, I'm meant to be perfect. I'm meant to be wanted by everyone and anyone. And that's just how they designed her. And, like, all of the cutscenes, they just focus and linger on all of her. But then with Jack, you're looking at her straight on. You're having, like, a solid conversation with her unless you decide to (laughs) unless you decide to romance her and then you get to kind of know her a little more and her messed up past yes like backstory is also highly needed for not for like justifying Mm -hmm. uh the like over sexualization of characters Mm -hmm. 
but it helps in like the understanding of those characters as yeah. well. Like with Jack, her she was sold out from slavery as a kid and went through hell and back. Mm -hmm. And you then you have like characters like Miranda who you think she's just a mean a mean bitch of a person but she's actually doing it for her sister that she's trying to protect because that's another part that i didn't entirely get with miranda like how they're genetic twins but how they really look nothing alike she at was all. altered they explained that in it yeah they did explain it come on but gamer like, girl no i mean like, they explained that the fact that like, they're genetic twins yeah, however they're genetic twins. For, for them to like get away mm -hmm. she had to uh get her somewhere safe and yeah. so that way they wouldn't track her and her sister she went through uh oh she what's went the, through uh, like surgery or Cer something yeah they went it? they went she that was the thing with Cerberus they she went through like oh. genetic is it splicing would be the right term for it augmentation <laughs> augment uh, yes yeah she went through genetic she... augmentation to be perfect in my opinion she was perfect <laughs> so you have games like that with backstories that actually help define the character. So you're like, well, I mean, crap, if I was Jack, I'd wear all belts too and I'd kill people with my cybernetic abilities. I am mm -hmm. can't blame her for that. Because Jack, just as a character, was just very stereotypically masculine. Like, she just went and no, strongly yeah, did her own thing. They weren't gonna... Like, I feel like you shouldn't dare to sexualize Jack. She's just, or she'd kill you. Yeah, she would kill you instantly. Yeah. Miranda would just give, just bitch you out. Yeah, Jack would kill you. Yeah, like Miranda would just be casually like, "My eyes are up here." Jack would be like, "Rip your eyes out with biotics." And Tali would be just super, really cute about it. Like, stop, stop looking at me. Oh my God. Like, that's why I also romanced Tali. She was really like, she was adorable. She yeah. was like, "Oh, look at you." And then in Tally the third was game, like a real girl. Yeah, and technically, like in the third game, if you pursue Tali mm -hmm. throughout the games, like. She basically gets your last name. Mm. It's basically... It's like... It's if you lived with someone for so long, it's basically marriage. You just don't get the license. Mm -hmm. It was basically that. She was like, now I'm Vas Normandy. Wink, wink, point, point. We married. What up? I forgot about an important thing. Mm. Liara and her change from one, two, and then three. Jurassic as hell. Yes. I'm now... Oh, Liara? Okay, I really didn't enjoy Liara, honestly, per well, se. I mean, I like Liara, but she's... Her her monotone voice would always be like, <laughs> please have excitement. Like, her excitement... That's why so I like, can relate to her. <laughs> that's why you can relate to her because of the monotone is? I can... Honestly, could not because of her monotone voice. No matter how they designed her, I just could never be like, hooray. She would always be like, we need to do this now, Shepard. Shepard, come with me and we will join in union. <laughs> Touch my tatas. Like, I don't know how, like, anyone was like, Liara is awesome. And then with, um, with what, Samara? And, like, she was also one that you shouldn't Samara. screw with her. Samara. The other, the, Samara, Samara, um, Samara, Samara. Asari car that you get on the red outfit. Oh, yeah, I wasn't... No, again, like, there was a few characters that, like... Again, okay. You just don't like Asari. No, I <laughs> like Asari. Here's the thing with uh, her. The Justicar. She killed her own family because of her code. Casual. That takes a lot of resolve. That ain't about because I value family. I'm, if, like, my family runs away, I'm probably going to help them run away. I'm not going to be like, yo, cops, here he is right here. <laughs> Take him away. You messed up, man. I'm sorry. I can't defend you. I'm going to be like, you did what? Damn. You were never here. Go. Go. Like, 
that's not just it either. Okay, her her costume design. She again, she was a bamf in like all aspects of her of her character development. So obviously she's gonna be well toned and well in shape. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she, they show her cleavage is was that? Did you feel like that was over sexualizing her image, or do you think that was like that was all right? Because I think I, it was a dominance thing. Do you think it was a dominance thing? Because okay, will dominant women show their uh, cleavage? Yeah, as a woman, would you like agree to that, or is that like? So. I would say so. You would say so. Yeah. Dope. I'm gonna now use that against my fiance. <laughs> if you were dominant, you show me something, Jen. <laughs> show me something, please, and Respect she'll probably kill me. Her. Obviously, I respect her. <laughs> respect her more. She's the dominant one in the relationship. I just talk smack <laughs> and hope that she doesn't like hear me. I love water. Okay. So, other than Mass Effect. Yes. We can we can still talk about switch over to a different game. <laughs> <laughs> we can still talk about Mortal Kombat's uh, oversexualization of oversexualization of women because when you think about it, you have a lot of uh, what's the right way to put it material to discuss in uh, Mortal Kombat. Well, not okay in Mortal Kombat's. 20 the 2012 version of Mortal Kombat they're basically their reboot because they did Mortal Kombat like 9 and they were like was Armageddon they were like yeah we have too much stuff and too much things are going on too many characters reboot it from scratch how are we gonna do it time travel and that was basically it Raiden redid time spoiler alert <laughs> should have said that first but how do you feel about uh, the new character designs from Mortal Kombat but yeah, it was just titled Mortal Kombat 20, uh, 2012, 2012, 2013 Mortal Kombat to Mortal Kombat X, where the character designs, in my opinion, are a little more reasonable and less less sexualized, but it still I feel like cause, shows off their badassness. Because most of the characters have pretty much remained pretty similar looking, right? So I mean, Raiden still looks always the same, fully clothed. Yeah. But, like, the uh, the female characters, like, Cassie Cage compared to Sonya, Sonya Blade during uh, Mortal Kombat and then Mortal Kombat X. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a tactical suit, a tight, well-fitted suit assigned to her body type, and, like, she fights in that versus Sonya Blade in the original Mortal Kombat 2013-2014 release where she had what like a vest crop top and like her dog tags would like dangle atop her cleavage which was weird and she wore heels that's another thing that's not she how wore you fight. she wore boot heels which really messed me up well I, like a lot of the female characters wore like heel things mm-hmm. heel things heel things heel things heels <laughs> Because, like, that's another thing. Like, he, women wear heels because it, like, it makes them feel stronger and more independent and stuff mm-hmm. sometimes. So, that's just, like, it's like, if I knew, if if I played to the end of the game and read all the credits and I saw, like, a bunch of female names that helped in character design, then I'd be all like, okay, cool, I understand. And then... In a casual way, but then when I read to the end and see all the credits and it's like ninety percent man, I'm like I understand. I understand what you're trying to do. I understand, guys. Okay, I can understand that too. That if it was 
I can see that now. Honestly, when you think about it, I would rather have, like, if there was a sexualized woman character, if a woman designed her, and, like, there's a reason for her to be designed that way, because she had, like, the aspects, not because, oh, I want to sell games, so I'm going to show cleavage and midriff and, like, length long legs. Mm-hmm. If her excuse, not excuse, but her reasoning behind designing that character was, like, I wanted her to be confident, strong, badass, and dominant, mm-hmm. and that's what I see it as. I can be like, I can understand your viewpoint because I see that in this game. Because like I can get behind, like, Catwoman, the way because I and Mortal Combat. Mean... I'm not Mortal Combat. No, Injustice. Yeah, but I mean, just like her general design, because <laughs> it's like <laughs> what? Right to her. <laughs> Car means I love you and dinosaur. I'm sorry, everyone. I should I should like give like backstory history. Ricky could have been it, that emo punk rock goth kid in high school, but he had a Spanish family that prevented him from like actually expressing himself. So now he does it in like subtle ways, like Rar. Rar is super dumb, so but dumb. I meant Rar is in like oh it's per crap. Next up. <laughs> I mixed up animals. Great, good job, Ricky. Cats first and podcast. Dinosaurs are first, so similar. First podcast, and I can't even get animals right. This is gonna go great. But yeah, you have a Catwoman's design, which is also a skin tight suit because that's her design. She's mm-hmm. a, she's a thief. She it yeah. has to be skin tight. You can't have like loose clothing as you're yeah. like going like, through lasers. You can't be wearing lasers. like your your baggy onesies. Yeah. Do all secret agent stuff. Like, yeah, you have to be practical. like. It's not practical. It has to be tactical. Yeah. And that's why, like, they design a lot of characters as skin tight suits, which is cool. Yeah. I and mean, I like it's protects her. It's like armor. It's great. I like it. Exactly. Yeah, I okay. Appreciate Catwoman. Appreciate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also. I appreciate Power Girl, and that's only because she's, like, in a lot of different comics, she's the genetically altered Supergirl mm-hmm. or Supergirl from a different universe. And she's powerful and confident where, like, other people have, like, their secret identities is like, oh, I'm a reporter, I'm a chef. And, like, she's one of the few people who have a secret identity that's of in power. Mm-hmm. Like, she it, she has, like, a power suit when she's, like, when she's about to change. She looks like a CEO, basically, in uh, Injustice games. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think of po- uh, Power Girl's uh, suit? Where she's showing... Like, look up Power Girl right now, and like you'll see her uh, her costume. Oh. There she is. Oh, that's her. Yeah, with the, with the very large cleavage showing. However, it's like... I, I always thought that this was a joke. I didn't know she was a legitimate... Always, no, no, she's a legitimate the, hero. I'd see the cosplays for this... Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that it was real. I should have assumed it was real. No, no, it's real. <laughs> and a lot of women who are of the slightly uh, larger size use Power Girl to cosplay. And I understand that because, like, they'll wear, like, a corset under and they'll you, they'll rock her out because she's one of the few, let's say, DC comic book characters they can cosplay as. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of her as you're looking through uh, her character thing, designs? I don't care about the top. I care about the bottom. Like, wear You care about pants. like her legs? Yeah. Wear, wear pants? pants. Look at her pants. Wear pants. Wear pants? What's, what's, wrong, with, what's, or, like, wear, what's wrong with her uh, spandexing? It, that's not going to protect you. No, I no. Mean, she's, I know you have she, powers yeah, and she's like Yeah, she's like super, like, she's but like Superman. Like, she's the female version of Superman. Technically stronger. 
like, like this this one, the full suit, that looks... The full suit? Yeah. Just the one that shows legs and just boots? Yeah. Okay, what if the boots were longer? Like, up to the knee? That would be better. That would be better. You're, like, better, but it's still wear pants. Yeah. Your thing is, like, wear pants or, like, wear, like, uh, like spanks or something? Yeah, because, like, somebody could, like... What happens if she's if she gets yanked by something and it just totally rips her suit? And well, I mean, she's super fast, around. so she's like... She'd just be flying around naked. Honestly, if I was that powerful, I would fly around naked regardless. <laughs> Let's be perfectly honest. If someone wants to try and make it fun of me, I would kill them because I'd be super strong. Obviously, you can tell I wouldn't be like an actual hero hero because I'd be like, goodbye. Ah, splat. That's just me. So you have heroes like that, and you have other heroes who are uh, very comfortably dressed, very conservatively dressed, and then you have back to Mortal Kombat, um, <laughs> Katana, Melina, and other of those characters who are amazingly scantily dressed, where it's just it's just like a bikini. It's basically what that is. Like if you look it up right now, I'm, I'm Mortal Kombat 2016, you'll see it looking up comfortably dressed female video game characters because now i'm just curious of like what would you get off that google search because honestly that's actually a really good google search Hmm. comfortably dressed means you're naked apparently what okay not here okay not here what did you what did you no that's when i first pulled it up like Ah. but it was mainly like these three dudes Dudes. Dude Dude characters are comfortably dressed uh, (laughs) characters. Well, I mean, Kratos is comfortably dressed. He's just in a... What about uh, Cortana? Cortana. From... I was going to say from Facebook. Halo. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) But no, yeah. Cortana from Halo is... Technically, she's the female version of... Again, spoiler alert if you haven't played the video games. Of her creator. Like, she's like the spawn mind like actual brain residue of her creator and like she becomes full-on sentient and scary sentient at that but like attractive scary sentient like yeah so she's like a basically a blue cybernetic image of a woman and she's very well designed as in she's very in shape and slender Mm -hmm. and has the right curves basically because like her and Edie from Mass Effect. They're basically basically the same, right? Son of a Edie are. is like an actual Edie from Mass robot. Effect. Yeah, which I'm happy that uh oh, I forgot his name. Joker. Joker got Edie at the end. Yes. I was like, my man. Love Joker. You little fragile guy, you. <laughs> when you played that one mission with Joker, I've died several times because I was just where like, where am I supposed to, to go? You follow the lights. I tried. I was like, where? Oh, down the vent. Nope, died. Too late. (laughs) But, yeah, so, in your honest opinion, how do you feel about sexualization in video games now, currently? Currently? Currently. With, when you uh, think about games like Mortal Kombat, and then you think about games that, like, Injustice, where, like, you get to design Mm -hmm. your, uh, your, your character you still play as a set character like poison ivy mm-hmm. but like you get to like swap out different gears yeah 
a good example I would like. be Harley Quinn. You can swap out a lot of her gear to a point where you can be like classically suited Harley Quinn, where you're fully clothed, and then you have like badass bombardier Harley Quinn, where she is just like has this military gear covering areas and like throwing stuff and boots and like she looks like a punk she also looks like a punk rock goddess which is awesome <laughs> but like you have those type of characters what do you feel about that i mean i my favorite thing is just being allowed to have the option for a character customization mm-hmm. and being able to like redress the characters and have them look specifically how i want them to look like I get I always do I do get irritated when I start a game and then like the girls she she just has like the the boob physics and the boob, she, and the they're boob just, physics they wiggle yeah yeah okay I can understand and that and then like which I mean like okay I'll appreciate it for the concept of the game and like the future is now and like great we can do that yeah but I'd also like to be able to put in, to take her out of her sports bra and put her into some body armor, even if it's fitted. so like Dark Souls. Yeah, where like you start off with like just a loincloth because that's true. You don't. Yeah. You're starting off at zero, and then mm-hmm. you basically gain armor, and that armor isn't like oh, it's showing off just cleavage and midriff. Mm-hmm. That armor actually covers the full on character a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So that I can understand too. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah, because like I I want. I know that my character is going to be protected by their power-ups and then whatever kind of armor it is that they have, mm-hmm. but I want it to be to look like sensible armor, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, in... There's two type of gamers in the world. The gamers <laughs> that have all that set of armor that matches nothing at all, but the stats are super high, and then the <laughs> gamers who have everything set exactly how it should look, but all the stats are every which way. Mm-hmm. Because that's one thing I like in um, in Elder Scrolls Online, how you can um, you can have your your mismatched strong armor, but you can go to like the store and get like an outfit skin to put on top of whatever your armor is. Same so thing with Diablo. Like, Diablo yeah. three has the uh, transmorgification, where you can have you can find the armor. That you just like for all the massive, like, statistics, Mm -hmm. the stats, just to, like, boost up your character. And then you can go to the transmorgification area, Mm -hmm. and you can just change the appearance of your, uh, of your character. Mm -hmm. And Diablo's another good concept of a game where, like, they don't over-sexualize a woman. Mm -hmm. Where... You start off with, like, like if you're a barbarian, yeah, you're going to start off with a loincloth if you're the barbarian. Mm-hmm. And then go straight to being a badass rocking a hammer and stuff. Yeah. Because what Diablo, what Blizzard does really good with is they don't just over... They don't over-sexualize their uh, characters. They give their characters death. Whether it be in Diablo mm-hmm. or, we're think, or we're talking about, like, StarCraft. Like, the villain of StarCraft. She gets to look that way because she's a badass and she's a conqueror of worlds. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to say to a character like that? And we have to remember, like, this, video games aren't for the purpose of realism where we want to be exactly like real life. If you want that, download, like, a walking simulator and just walk around. <laughs> there you go, real life. You, you play video games for, like, the escapism, for a new world, a new reality, and, like, 
a new view on something that you can't actually live. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why like a lot of gamers and a lot of introverts like to customize their characters. Don't wave. They can't see you. <laughs> Olivia is also an introvert. She's actually wearing a hoodie as we're talking. But, um... Does it mean anything? <laughs> Does it mean anything? <laughs> Alright, whatever. But, like, that's the thing about video games. You're supposed to have that escapism where you can customize your character as any way you want. Like, a lot of the times, I had a... I have a huge crush, like a video game crush and a comic crush on Harley Quinn. And I'm not, I'm not saying that because like, oh, you joined the bandwagon thanks to Suicide Squad. No, sir. I was always down for the crazy chick since her first up and coming release as a comic. And then, boom, she hit it hard. Her first actual release came as the animated series mm-hmm. and everyone loved her so much. That's when she went skyrocketing pop- mm-hmm. and popula- pop- population. Population. Popularity. Popularity. Thank you. <laughs> Words. God. But yeah. So I really liked Harley Quinn because I always wanted a crazy... Basically, I always wanted a crazy white girl who's down for everything. And now I have that. And like I'm just like, well, life ain't boring. So every time I would create like a female character, I'd be rocking out red and black armor, pigtails, and like trying to make her look like Harley Quinn. Especially like in Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. When I had the chance, I made my character look like... Freaking either a demonic goth girl or or Harley Quinn. That was my go-to because, like, I can do that. That's the thing about you have that control and that ability to do that. I'm not... And that argument can also be used for, like, the designers and the creators, too, yeah. but still. So, I mean, I... Unless it's Elder Scrolls... Well, I usually... I'm usually a high elf in most of those games. You're an elf in, in games? Yeah. I usually go for an elf, and uh, but in like the slightly more realistic, futuristic games like Mass Effect and other things, I usually try to make my character look as close to me as I can mm. because I like to have like strong black character head and everything. It's cool. But okay, that is cool. <laughs> and oh, that's another thing. Race in video games is like I feel like that's a whole other topic. That is a whole other topic, honestly. <laughs> so let's save that for later. But okay. In when you design your character, because I, I I just said well, I design my character. I design my character to look like my like if it's a female character, mm-hmm. definitely the female character that I would have liked to have dated, or have would have liked to actually have like been in contact with. Let me yeah. put it that way. And when I create a male character, it's either I create him to look like me mm-hmm. or to make him look super cool with gray hair. I don't know why gray and white hair looks gray. cool to me, yeah, but like cool. I just want them to have gray or white hair majority mm-hmm. of the times in my, in my character decision. And over mm-hmm. time, I make the, the female characters either look like they're badasses or make them look super awesome and sexy. Because like if you're thinking about Fallout, you need the charm to like have that yeah. widow perk. Yeah. So how do you design your characters? Other than how you design them to look like you, if yeah. they were a female character, do you, do you, like, over time, do you try to, like, sexualize your characters? <laughs> like, if it was a man character, like, you play it as a dude, do you, like, every time just keep them shirtless and, like, have them fully ripped? No. Because with Dark Souls, when, you can um, adjust the, like, the, the body body mm-hmm. size, so you can make them have, like, a dad bod. Would you, like, <laughs> have them have a dad bod as he's, like, killing things? Mm-hmm. So, usually, most of the times when I do, like, like, I'll do an initial playthrough with a character that looks close to me, and then everything that follows that, mm-hmm. I usually make the character, if 
if I try to do a playthrough as a male, which is usually what happens because, like, Andrew won't have the game, Mm -hmm. and then he'll come over and then we'll make a character. (laughs) (laughs) You just seem like, that motherfucker. (laughs) No, like, I I join in on this. I'm totally cool. Let's make the most ridiculous-looking character we can. Like, you know, the, um, it's the meme of, uh, like, my character during video game cutscenes, and it's like Big Bird sitting at a desk with a bunch of normal-looking pe- people. Like we make a yeah. ridiculously hideous character to put in the game. Like we we don't do anything like to make him or her look super hot. Ah. We'll make them like really terrifying. Looking. Really terrifying looking. Yeah, because we That's... want them to really stand out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sears Shepherd if you listen to this, Andrew. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, this is the first episode, so hopefully he'll like hear it and spread the word. Yeah. Okay. So he's got more friends than I do. So don't say that. Not all video game people are introverts. We we some of us. I mean, in general, I'm not a friend collector. You're not a friend collector. You're like cool. You're in my life. Cool. You're not in my life. All right. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Let's get back to the main topic, and this is a topic I really want to discuss. Laura Croft in like ni- the 1990s, 19- 1999, over into the 2000s, she was designed more for the male populace because back then she it was not to be mostly guys. It was mostly videos. guys playing. I'm not trying to be sexist, but <laughs> statistics show men but- were playing that game. A lot more than women. That's not and for main reasons. entirely true, because I actually did a paper on this exact topic last semester or two semesters ago. Do tell, so. okay. Um, when video games first came out, like when they first came out, it was a family affair. Like It was a family little, affair, like but we're talking girl, about like... I know, like slightly Tomb Raider. Modern, modern and stuff. Yeah, because I mean, well, there were more... Tomb Raider's like marketing the dazzlers was dazzlers and stuff coming out for girls. Yeah. Okay, I backtrack on my statement. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> I was I get, meaning like, like video games initial... back then were like the Super Nintendo. That was a family affair. Yeah. Everyone loved Yoshi's Island. Everyone could play Yoshi's Island. But when we go to like Tomb Raider, which was definitely marketed for men, a lot of men would play that game. Yoshi was clearly sexualized. I don't know what you're talking. Yoshi about. was clearly sexualized. Okay, we're gonna get back to that, but we're. T- <laughs> But let's go with the with the uh, discussion with uh, Laura Croft because this is yes. the main point. How do you feel about her character design now? Which the movie is now taking place during uh basically the the newest reboot game that came out around like twenty I want to say fourteen fifteen the. Mm. The reboot came out, and it looks amazing, mm-hmm. by the way. Anybody who wants to see it, please do. Tomb Raider 2018 looks awesome. It's based off the reboot Go game. I mean, for Laura Croft now, I really like the way that she looks. Well, you mean in the movie or the game? Game? Both, actually, because they both have... Sim- they look similar. They're, they, they have the similar concept the, of a design versus, the like... The newest video game, Laura Croft, her face looks, like, very innocent. I think like it's, she has a yeah, very Yeah, it seems very juvenile innocent. and naive, which is yeah. adorable. And so, yeah. like, basically when shit hits the fan, that's when the movie starts. Yeah. And, like, you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a cutscene in the in the movie, not the original movie, in the movie, like, the newest one that's coming out, which is her origin story. She's like, I'm not a hero. I can't do anything. That makes it so much more real. She doesn't, yeah. 
Like, you can't just, I'm a bad, strong-ass, independent, mm-hmm. mature woman. Like, no, yeah. you have to have that character growth. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what I like about this Tomb Raider versus, like, the Tomb Raider of, like, two, of the 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider. Not to, like, diss Angelina Jolie and her badassness. I'm just saying, I... It was a little over the top and unnecessary. And I didn't feel like it was actually... Cool? Per se? I felt I feel like this Tomb Raider coming out now is more yeah. my speed versus Tomb Raider back then of Angelina Jolie's, like, portrayal. What do you feel about that? Mm, I definitely like the I the because I haven't seen it yet the concept of the one now just because like she's legit she's doing all her own stuff Angelina Jolie is cool and all but, but she didn't do her own stunts Angelina Jolie is not Laura Croft to me she's she's um salt that that was her salt was her thing her thing that was her thing even though it came after that yeah but but still yeah salt came later no salt isn't Angelina Jolie yeah it is Mm -mm. look it up salt is not Angelina Jolie salt I believe is either Kate Beckinsale or or Uma Thurman no salt's Angelina Jolie Oh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, because I remember the scene where she's dyeing her hair black. Right, right. My bad. I was obsessed with salt. I cosplayed as her once. Because really? it was very simple. It was just wearing oh. all black. <laughs> a black hoodie. And a black hoodie. You were like, <laughs> my life as a goth has come I wear, back. I yeah. mean, I wore some cool shoes. Okay. Like 80% of my shoes are cool. Honestly, I didn't see... Uh, well, I... You clearly didn't see or remember salt. Nope. I don't remember Salt. I remember seeing Salt. I don't remember Salt. Yeah. Put it that way. But I don't see Angelina Jolie as Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. I see yeah. Angelina Jolie as sexualized Laura Croft of like the 19, 1990s, which is basically what she was meant to be. Because how old is the character of Laura Croft supposed to be? Like her actual character actual she's character supposed to be like 20 something or is basically she like, like in, 18 or something no early early like seriously early 20s or like late like 19 because in the games she's like 25 26 or in like her 20s 20 late 20s early 30s in the video games and then the reboot came out which was more realistic where she was like in her like late or early 20s where like she's like what a grad student trying to figure out what happened mm-hmm. Which is really cool, and I highly suggest people, like, give this Tomb Raider, like, a chance and check this Tomb Raider out. But do you feel now that Tomb Raider is in the right direction from its sexualized interpretation to its more conservative badassness? Because it's, you don't need to be over-sexualized to be badass. Yeah, I really like new Laura Croft a lot. She, I feel like she's become who she's supposed to be, like, looks-wise. And, and, I mean, like, I assume personality-wise, once again, haven't seen it yet. I haven't but, seen it yet either. I don't think it's out yet, honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah when, I don't know when it comes out. I'll look that up. Right now, please. So we can let our viewers know when Tomb Raider comes out. Honestly, I believe it's March. Yeah, it is I believe this it's this March. March. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, not not Laura Croft. I'm silly. But you got the character name right. It's a good job for you. But yeah, viewers, ha, viewers, your listeners. Let's be honest with that one. Listeners, be known that the release date of Laurel Croft's 
Tomb Raider 2018 is this month in March. Having technical difficulties, I'm sorry. Why are you on YouTube? YouTube won't tell you. I thought I No, no, go to IMDb, Internet Movie Database. That's what I thought it was going to take me to, but it didn't. It has the URLs underneath. <laughs> don't, don't, don't sigh. Don't sigh, introvert. Oh, is it out? Oh, is it out already? Oh, it's out on the 15th. Oh, come on, girl. I'm sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> listeners. It's out on March 15th, Thursday. That's right, March 15th Draw on all Thursday. all of your plans and go see it. Yes, please do. Leave your children at home without a babysitter. No, 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 no. You need to see Dear this God, movie. no. Yes, yes to that part. No to like several well, of the others. Don't take but, your kids to the movie because they'll probably cry. Yeah, that, that's an annoying. That's a, yes, a whole other that topic too. happened when I saw Black Panther the second time and I was mad. Ugh, I hate little kids. But <laughs> please... Go and watch Tomb Raider. It's going to be an amazing amount of fun. If you thought Wonder Woman was dope, and it was dope, let's be real, you, you, think, you, you didn't think Wonder Woman was dope? Wonder Woman. It was okay. It was okay? It was okay. It was just cool? Yeah. It was just a movie? I, yeah, it was just a movie. It was just a movie to you? Cool. I wouldn't see it again. Well, Tomb Raider looks like it's an amazing movie, and it has a... It doesn't have, like, a strong female protagonist where, like, she's crying 24-7 because she's emotionally strong. No. She's physically, emotionally, mentally strong and a freaking survivor. And not survivor in, like, a lame term. A real I survived in an island term. So please go and watch this movie. Bring everybody that you can. Enjoy so, it. Alicia Vikander. Is Alicia Vikander is the... Friend. Laura Crander? Laura Crander. Tomb Raider. Laura Crander. <laughs> like, Laura Croft, like, she, the actress is amazing in the film. I've watched several interviews and, like, behind the scenes to watch how it was created. And for an actress to go through that lens to actually portrayal the character in the right mm-hmm. light is astonishing. Like, and I'm so happy for yeah, that. Because, like, usually you just hear about all the men doing ridiculous stuff like that and then yeah. it's good to hear that women are doing that too i mean i'm sure they do no no sure yeah plenty of them do but, but it's like, good to hear it more often you don't hear it all that about. much yeah you'll because hear about there like aren't that many like intense strong female characters that are in movies besides like wonder woman like Wonder Woman, there's uh, there have been. I mean, some, yeah, there have like been. Red Sparrow was supposed to be one. Yeah, okay, we're not gonna talk about Red Sparrow. You're right, but <laughs> there's other movies. But like this actress has been like putting in that work. There isn't like well, any I guess like with Hunger Games. There we go. Sort of. Don't put J Law into this. That was Hunger Games. Well, was you were a trying whole to different... bring her into it with Red Sparrow, so I'm giving you another option. <laughs> no, no, there's a reason why I didn't like. Uh, Hunger Games because she played with my boy Peter's heart and I wasn't about that life, alright? <laughs> Peter deserved better than that Peter roundabout BS, yes, alright? But, okay. Hashtag go, Peter go, deserves better. Hashtag Peter deserves better. Okay, but to end this podcast, video the video game industry as well as the, the media in general has used women and men over-sexualizing so I would, we, they can sell their products, which... Yeah. Sex sells, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. But in recent years, we've been progressing, is the right word for yeah. it? We've been moving forward with like designing characters more sensibly. realistically and sensibly, with yeah. May being one of the like the plus-size characters who has a cryo-weapon 
by the way. She's like I think Mr. Freeze's like- niece who grew up the right way. Let me put it that way. Like she's like the girl you want to bring home to your parents. Like, hey, this is May. She's, she's a freaking adorable. She's adorable as hell with three PhDs, has a side little robot sidekick and has a cryo gun. She's a bamf. You know? She's a, she's I would love for like my fiance to like cosplay as May cuz that's adorable and cute. And if we had, like, a winter Comic-Con, that'd be perfect because she'd be in a parka. She'd be super warm all yeah, the time. Because I, I just, I've always seen May in more of a childlike way. She's like of. the little sister, right? Yeah. Right? I don't want any harm to come to her. That's why I don't play as her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And, like, you have that type of character designs. And then you still have confident women designs, too. Where it's like, okay, she's only showing, like, midriff. And, like, she's showing her arms, which are freaking built. Look at those sculpted arms. And you still have scantily designs as well. But, like, we're progressing forward in, like, putting not just images, but, like, character depth into designs, which I really do appreciate. And Tomb Raider back then versus Tomb Raider now is an amazing leap. Do you agree? Yes, yes it's an amazing leap. So, to conclude this podcast, which is also basically, like, a promotion for Tomb Raider, <laughs> but at the same time, a very intellectual conversation about its, its basic just sexualization within the industry so keep in mind that like when you play a video game think about what the character is and who that who they're uh who were they were designed for and what they were designed to be with god of war or when you're playing even this newest tomb raider or watching the newest tomb raider just remember it's a video game this is your host ricardo santiago with my special guest olivia dudley This is Adorkable Episode 1, Tomb Raider Then and Now and Video Game Sexualization. Please stay tuned for my next episode coming in like two or three days when I figure out what the next episode will be. (laughs) Later, y'all.